I have given you all authority to take out the enemy. You are to conquer and subdue him. Satan has no reign and no rule and no authority within people's lives. God, you search my heart and thoughts. Make sure that I am lined up in your word, Lord. Nothing can come in and hinder what God wants to do. We're right. We're armed. We're dangerous. We're ready to go in. We have keys to bring massive amounts of people into the kingdom of God. Hi, I'm Angela Greenick. I want to welcome you to the war room. Today, I have one of the greatest prophetic voices, I believe, of his generation, because he's a little bit younger than I am, a lot younger. And this is Pastor Hector out of New York. Are you Buffalo, New York? Where? Somewhere. Rochester, Rochester, New York. Rochester. Now, I've That's been there right. many years ago, and I am so honored to have you on the program today. I really prayed and said, Lord, I need to get someone to re-kick it off since it's mm. been a while since I've done live you know, TV mm -hmm. programming. And I heard the Lord say, get those that have their ear to the ground. So you were the first one I got a hold of. Wow. Because the warriors that have their ear to the ground are ready for the battle that's coming. So I want you to talk to us. Tell me what you're doing in this season. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is a great season. I love what you said, ear to the ground. Every morning, my prayer is, Holy Spirit, I'm led by you. I surrender to your leading. And that is so key because we cannot launch out with formulas or anything like that. We'll be destroyed. But, uh, uh, you know, this this season, Angela, it's so interesting. God just surprised me. I was in the midst of doing this and that. You know the things that we do. Yeah, yeah. You in get real midst, busy. You get real busy. And in the yeah. midst of that, the Lord spoke to me. He said, cease from your works. And I was like, Lord, what exactly are you saying? He said, I want you to take the mm -hmm. summer and I want you to back out of things. And I thought, well, hang on a second. I thought these things were the things you called me to. He said, not now I'm not. Right now I'm asking you to rest. And and I struggled with that. I fought with that. I was like, wait a minute, God, we're, we're doing ministry things. We're, we're mentoring. We're doing this. We're doing that. And God said, put it to the side and cease from your works. So we are in a season where we have just been, look, let me, let me show you this. I had to do this. This is my scripture card because my flesh wants to fight the spirit of God, but I had to pull up Hebrews 4, 9 and 11. Yep. There remains therefore a rest to the people of God for he that has entered into his rest. He has also ceased from his own works yeah. as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Come on. I was rebuked by that scripture and the Lord says, are you going to believe me or not? So yeah. I took all my ministry activities and I said, we are going to take a summer yep. of rest. Amen. And let me tell you something after my, my flesh dealt with it because it had yep. to deal with it. I know. I know. It has been glorious. Isn't it? I know. Cause my whole summer is the same thing. I'm doing gardening and we're remodeling the house. Well, Larry's I'm picking out everything and Larry has to do the work, of course. But at the same time, we're doing a lot of things together and we're just doing like things like normal people would do, you know, and it's like, but God really spoke to me in the beginning of the year. And he said, I need you to pull back from a lot of things. And I'm like, well, I don't feel like I'm doing a whole lot, Lord. He goes, no, you're doing a little bit too much. Too much. And I want you to pull back. On a, and I'm like, so do you want me to write a book? You want me to do a series? You want me to write a book? What do you want me to do? And he goes, I want you to do anything. I'm like, what does that look like? And he goes, it just stopped. And I was like, <laughs> okay, because I can stop. But then I started getting a little worried, like, maybe I'm not going to want to come off this sabbatical, God, because it's been <laughs> really, like, amazing. Like, I'm in, I wake up at, you know, 10, 11 every night, because that's my schedule. I've tried to get off of it. I cannot, I no matter what. And I just stay up at night in prayer and, and in the word. 
And, you know, I said to my Larry, sometimes I read so much scripture. I can't remember what I read in the beginning. I have to go back and look just to kind of take all my notes because I'm so hungry in the word. But I've been going through the Bible in about eight months, the whole Bible, head to toe. This is my third third year now. Praise God. And I'm three months ahead. Praise God. So this is July and I'm in Revelation 4 right now. As of Oh, whoa. So I just read. Because what am I supposed to do? I'm going to quote a sabbatical, even though I've done certain things. You know, he said, I just want you to stay on the sabbatical. And I'm like, well, what if I'm not ready? And he's like, you're oh. always going to be ready. But you know what I mean? Because don't you yeah. ask yourself? So now you're on this sabbatical for a time. And at the right time, though, God will have you step up like myself. And I think there's a whole bunch of us out there. And I love that you wrote it on the card because you're reminding yourself of one thing. You know, I kept hearing, unless God builds a house, Psalm 127, you labor in vain. And I was like, God, all the years of vanity I put into the ministry thinking, if I do this and I do that, and the Lord says, you know, in the beginning, you thought that that's how I would love you, but you've grown up. Oh, it's 44 man. years today in ministry. And I'm like, <laughs> God, after 44 years, if I don't know what you're saying at this hour, then I'm really in trouble. That you is know? so true. And it's funny because sometimes after doing, 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 yep. we yeah, it's good to become a doer of the word. But most importantly, uh, mm -hmm. we have to understand that we have to be obedient to God. And it's so funny after doing stuff, we start thinking sometimes yeah. things get done because I'm doing and we forget they're done because he's powerful. It The power yeah. is in him. And, you know, I have had the most amazing encounter with God mm -hmm. that I would not have had I not obeyed the Lord. And while I was in a time of prayer, it's like an angel just stepped up and I saw this angel just step forth and he spoke to me. He said, the supernatural realm is obedience based. The power of God is obedience based. And I was like, that is so right. And for many of God's children, it's not that we've been doing anything wrong, but when God says, now I want you to not go by your formulas and I want you to step away. It's a way of God saying, are you going to trust me? Yeah. Are you going to trust me? You're like, I, I'm warfare ministry as most people know. I'm in deliverance ministry. It's nothing I ever chose, but God chose it for me. I have more people that write me honestly every day that want help. And Hector, a lot of people, honestly, I do not believe need a deliverance. I believe that they need to get a reboot of the word and get it put back into their spirit because it's through his word. You get saved. Romans 10 talks about the word. And I'm like, Lord, don't they realize that everything happened at the cross? Like I can pray my heart's at my heart out, but it all has to still go back to the to the cross of Christ because of what he did at Calvary and about the blood and about the word of the living God. And I'm realizing that there are a lot of people there. Like I, if you saw some of the things I get, you'd be like, what? I don't even let Larry read half the emails I get on. I, I'm dealing with this spirit, that spirit, that spirit. I'm like, first of all, that's not a spirit. That's not a power. That's definitely not a principality. Because everything goes back into the word of God. And it's really about knowing the word of God. Look, you could be safe for three months that's listening out there. And you're going through a hard time. And maybe you do need help and deliverance. But you know what? That's what happens when you get into a good church that is Bible teaching. And that really raises up that next generation to rise up. And to be all that, God, it's like being in the army, you know, in the military out here, it's like army, be all that you can be, Air Force, be all that you can be. Because, you know, that's where we're at right now. It doesn't matter if you've been in it for three months or 50 years. You know, God's calling us to get back deep into his word and to really hear it for ourselves again and to start believing him for the impossible. That's you know so what I'm right. saying? That's I just right. say this real quick. So I had surgery in January and 
as soon as I did, I thought, because they did, I have three different major areas. I have all titanium. So, you know, I was laid up in bed for six months. I couldn't get out of bed for six months from the surgery. It was so brutal. And so I get the neck and I get, when all the numbness wears off, I thought I had full shoulder surgery again. Hmm. And I said to the doctor, I called and said, something's wrong. It's like I have a phantom. And he goes, are you feeling that where you had had your shoulder surgery? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, that's a phantom. That's normal. I go, what do you mean that's normal? I go, but I didn't have arm surgery. That was two years ago. And he said, it doesn't matter. It's a phantom because what happens when your neck hits it, it, it affects the parts in your upper body, which I did not know. Mm -hmm. So for 72 days, I couldn't get out of bed. I had surgery January 9th, 2023, 72 days. I could not get out of bed because the pain was so bad. I couldn't move. And it wasn't my neck. It was my shoulder thinking it was. So we had a real battle here. And I said to the Lord, day 72, I'm done. And I got up out of the bed and I said, God, I'm shaking this thing off. And the Lord said that number 72 means a sign. He said, and in those 72 days, I'm trying to give you a sign to tell my people to prophetically release the word. Many of you have a phantom. You have something that you think is there, but it is not real. God kept reminding me every day, my shoulder. I did not have surgery. That was September 10th. That oh was two, two years ago. You know, because September will be three years. I had all these major surgeries. He goes, that's three years ago. That'll be in three years. It's not even been two and a half years. Ba-ba-da, ba-ba-da. He goes, it's a phantom. The church is getting hit with phantoms. They're thinking it's, they're needing a deliverance. They need this, or they need to do that, or get rid of their husband, or get rid of their spouse, or blah, 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 whatever it is. But it's all a phantom. I go, God, it's not real. And if we're not being pulled back like God's calling for us right now, we're not going to be able to hear his voice to the ear, to the ground. And we're not going to be able to help other people. I'm my God. With all my heart, Hector. Is my it crazy? God. No, like, no, not at all. As a matter of fact, when you were just sharing that, I got to admit, I feel like righteous. I don't know about you, but I feel like righteous indignation rising up. You get kind yes. of angry at the stuff. You get yeah. angry at, at, you know, how the church has been duped so much. And yeah. and it's so funny when you yeah. were just sharing this, the reason why you have the victory is you're a woman of the word. And uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't share I I have to share this vision mm -hmm. that I saw recently. I saw this vision of Jesus. He had an army behind him and he said, charge. Yeah. And when I turned around, I saw all these people starting to run, but they had butter knives in their hands. They And you could see they were skinny. You could see their ribs. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. and it dawned on me, there is a hunger in the land. There's a hunger in the body of yeah. Christ for the real word of God. Yeah. You can't go out there, fight the devil with a butter knife. You can't fight the devil with a program, with, with what a nice little Christian cliche. Guess what? You're going to get backslapped from here to there. Exactly. You're gonna be and your family will get it too. And your family will get it. Uh -huh. It's about the word. It's about the Amen. the sword of the spirit. Jesus didn't use a cliche. He hit the devil with the word. Yes. And the problem is many people hear a cute little thing or hear a testimony and they try to run out and use that. No wonder why people hear what you just said and they'll say, well, I tried that and it didn't work. Well, yeah. guess what? It won't work with a butter knife. We've yeah. got to know yes. the word of God. We've got I to know. sharpen the uh, ourselves in the yes. word of the spirit yes. so that we can hit the devil and actually have some victory and you're so right there's a hunger in the land that's why i had to listen that was one card no, I, all my papers are all in front of me all i do is i journal i write everything down i go through them during the day to be like affirmations to remind myself you know because we all go through our times and you know sometimes my family goes do you have to go do you're like cliff diving all the time with sharks <laughs> You know, you're always out there like on the edge. And I'm like, well, if God didn't want me here, he wouldn't equip me to go. 
like I didn't come out of all this garbage to just sit there and do nothing. Oh my God. Like you become a professional. I was talking yeah. to someone recently on the East Coast and they were saying, blah, 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 blah. And I go, well, yeah, I said, I've worked with the LGB for years. And, you know, I, I used to be a stripper. So I go into strip clubs and have lap dances and people get saved and their husbands and spouses get saved. And I mean, we have record of people being saved wow. out of this stuff. And they're like, really? And I'm like, well, yeah. Because once you get out of it and you've been set free and you know you're set free, you can go back in. Why did Jesus go and sit with the tax collectors and the sinners? He knew it wasn't going to affect him, but he also knew it was going to be like a like a razor edge to the body of uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the wooden seas and the couldn't seas. And I think sometimes we become that where we got to, you know, before you take the sawdust out of someone else's eye, take that plank out of your own, you know, and start to see who you are. And people go, well, I could never go and do certain things. Well, maybe that's not your call. But uh, I wanted to say this because it's really hit me with your cards. But it was like the Lord says, remember, you, your mind decides, do you follow Christ or your flesh? You know, I may be in this world, but I don't have to be of this world. Romans 12, 1 and 2. That's God right. says, my people need not only to renew, but to renovate, like tear down things and renovate their minds. My and God. um, and I kept saying, but God, I discern in my bodily members, it says, the appetites of the flesh. You know, we're always going to have to fight with the flesh. That's how it just is in this world. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to go here. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. And it's always a battle. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in that battle, though, that's battle test. It really gets you to that next level. Oh, you God. know, we were talking before we started. And I've had people, I just had someone write me from Australia and said, well, can you come? And I'm like, well, no, I'm already booked out this year. You know, I, I can't come. And uh, but they asked me, would are you willing to do Zoom uh, private sessions? And I'm like, no, I don't do those because once you start private session, then people all the time want to pull, and it's not in a mean way saying it. But you know, I I can't just look to the one. I have to look to multitudes because listen, this church, the storm is coming, and we're the we are the mm, storm. Are and the God storm. says, my glory is crashing wave after wave after wave. The anointing is rising up for those who will stand up and be a voice for this generation. We're called to be like John the Baptist to prepare the way of the Lord. Listen, this woke that hit this nation, the filth and the darkness. Something the enemy just said, well, if if the other side isn't going to do it, then we'll make all these changes. And those of you that had saw what happened at the White House, where they had the transgenders, where their people are literally shirtless, showing the women's chest and everything else. And they're all laughing. And there you have the president and everyone else. What an abomination unto this nation to have the American flag and also have the flag and the inclusive and, you know, it's A to Z anymore. You know, my God, if you call somebody he and they want to go as a she, you can get sued. You know, it just, everything's so out of control right now. And the Lord said, when will we wake up and be that voice? Because we're fighting now for our children that kids have, my kids are all grown up adults, but people are fighting for their children in school. We need to be fighting for the colleges out there. I think sometimes people forget the colleges are out there fighting for truth and justice. They're getting 
just smashed by the enemy because there's more of them than there are of the Christians. And God says, but all I need is one John the Baptist. All I need is one Deborah on a college campus. I have friends in New York. I pray for them every day and for the colleges every day that God would so move powerfully in their cities and in their universities and that there would be a change because only the only way change is going to happen is if we stand up and say something. That's the only way. But if you are not pressed back like a few of us right now, you know, where we're just listening to the voice of God help it. I'm at that voodoo conference thing this weekend. God help anything gets in my way. I'm like, I'm ready for the battle, God. I was telling you in 72 days, I'm at Folsom Fair. Y'all need to be praying for me because I, it's my 13th year there. And I'm like, Lord, it's ain't an everyday thing. You just, you know, once, once a year you go do things. This is all the time. Dealing mm. with the LGB, dealing with people that are becoming transgender, that are so confused. They don't know, you know, the children, if they're coming or going. People are just a mess. And then I have the occult in uh, the uh, for Halloween. I'm going to be in Salem, well, Boston, Massachusetts, Salem for the witch's ball. And I'm telling you, the elite of the elective, every high priest and priestess all over the world is coming. And, and I said, well, Lord, what do you mean to do? And he says, well, you know what I want you to do. I want you to get up and I want you to go. Why do you think you've been in this season sitting? Why do you think you've been praying? Why do you think you've been prepping? I go, I don't know, just to get the house remodeled and <laughs> my flowers put in. And I start laughing. But Hector, it's real. Oh, it's See, so real. I'm right now getting ready for this because wow. if I don't have this, it's going to be very difficult out there. That's right. And, and you know, for people that are listening, they might hear those high level uh, um, uh, conflicts and, and challenges. But let me tell you something, even you taking and sharing Christ with your neighbor, even yeah. you being willing to share Christ at your family reunion, even you <laughs> taking the light, you know, to a friend who's in need, even you praying for a friend who's in need. Listen, all of that. That's why, you know, you have that's to be a person good. of the word. You have to be someone, you might hear yeah. these things and say, I could never do that. You know what you can do. You can share Christ in your circle everywhere. of influence. You can yeah. take the light that exactly. is in your life everywhere you go, the love of Christ everywhere you mm -hmm. go, but you have to be a person of the word. And I think that in now, now's day and age, what we need to make sure that we are is people of the word, not people yeah. of programming, yeah. not people of, of mm -hmm. what my church says. I, I'm not a citizen of the kingdom of my church. I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Churches yeah. were set aside so as equipping places yes. so that I can learn there and then take that love of Christ outward. But if you're not being equipped, you're being stumped. Thank God for ministries such as yours. There are and ministries yours. on the internet that you can come and plug in and learn yeah. and be equipped on how to yeah. take the love of Christ outward. And that's what God is looking for is an army that exactly. would be obedient, that would know his word and know how to take his love to the See, four corners started, of the what you're saying i started out all those years ago on day three i, I went out and started getting i had seven people get saved on <laughs> oh, my third oh. day i had no idea what i was doing Amazing. i was like jesus name or anything else i just they just knew something was so drastically transforming they go your eyes are who knew you had green brown eyes they call them total eyes hey, who knew oh, we thought your eyes were black and you were so dark and angry and hateful and and all of a sudden you have this light and you've got this glow and joy. And I go, that's, yo, Jesus, yo, you want some of this, you know? Yeah, and yeah. God changed me from that third day on to where I am 44 years now in the ministry. He's called me. And I was like, Lord, and the trials 
and the persecution has been horrific as a woman in ministry. You know, even back in the day, you weren't allowed to do any of this stuff. You try going back 40 something years in ministry. They're like, oh, no, women are not allowed to be pastors. I mean, there's fights going on in churches right now. I go, I think sometimes there's more important things. Like right now, they're trying to take in in Europe, they're taking the Lord's Prayer um, out of the Bible. They're changing the Lord's Prayer. There is no more Our Father. Uh, they're removing certain things out of their doctrine, quote, as their transgenders um, being at the pulpit. They're men dressed as women with makeup and everything else, not just in Europe, but all over America. Uh, Miss uh, Transgender just won um, in the Netherlands uh, just now. She just won instead of like Miss America, Miss Netherlands transgender. So there's no women's rights anymore. Like women had to fight to get where we're at here now in ministry, but now they're trying to take away the equality. And you know what? It ain't never going to happen because even though men say they're pregnant, they ain't never going to have a child because God gave forth a woman and he gave forth the man. But now something is happening in the world. And Hector and I maybe seem like we're shooting arrows all over the place today. But I believe by the spirit of God, there is a reason for it. He said, tell my sons and daughters, it's time to activate the prophetic word that I have placed within each one of you. He said, when you do, it activates that prophetic word. That's why you have your cards, because you're reactivating the prophetic word that God gave you. Well, people would say, well, I don't know if that really would be a prophetic word about pulling back and staying. Oh, that's a prophetic word, brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. Because it's prophetic through the word. The prophet speaks the mind of God under the influence of the Holy Spirit. It ain't you. It ain't me. It's him. It's so him. the Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now. It's your time. Get ready for what's coming. That's right. And as a matter of fact, the word of God is the more sure word of prophecy. Yeah. So that, I mean, is sometimes people, go, I don't know if I could hear from God. I don't know if I can get a word. Yes, you can, because there's plenty of word in here for you to get a word and know what God is speaking to your mm -hmm. life and what his will is for yeah. you. And, you know, people can just start there, just start getting a hold of the word and speaking forth of the word. You know, I, I learned in this sabbatical time, Hector, the most important thing you can do mm -hmm. is say what I say. Don't say what the news says. Don't say what people say. Don't say what's going on. Don't even speak your problems. I hear the Lord saying, say what I say and aim yep. it at that situation and watch and see the supernatural power that you will release. I'm learning, exactly. you know, Jesus spoke to stuff. Jesus spoke to trees. He spoke to waves. He spoke to wind. The and mountain he never said, to be wow, removed. It Come did. On. He never said. Nobody never believed said, that. That was my first that. scripture. Pray. <laughs> Pray Michael, that the yeah. mountain be removed because I had mountains like crazy in my life from my family, my background, my past. I had so many mountains to remove. But sure. you know what? They all got removed out of the way. See, people probably look at it in the natural and think, oh, yeah, God's going to just move a mountain. Well, you know what? Go back and listen to the history of TBN where Paul oh. and Jan Crouch in the very beginning said there was a mountain and they said it was never going to be possible. And somehow, some way that mountain got removed and they were oh, able God. to put that first, you know, I don't know if it's a first or second one, but it's a wonderful story because it reminds you that we walk by faith and not by sight. And I like what you said about the news, like this stuff, you know, people are all caught up in crazy land, you know, this channel, that channel. I'm like, I never was a news person until everything hit. Now I have to discern you got it. what the voice of God is saying. I can okay. tell you what I do discern. In America, we need a Republican president back in the office, one that does not believe in abortion and killing children and sacrificing them to Moloch. We need a Republican back in the White House again to get things back in balance in this nation. People think it's all about money and stuff. I'm like, money is the least, even though it's very important for many of us. Trust me when I tell you. 
But again, it's about bringing a balance back because our nation in America, I even know this will be all over the world, but our nation in America is so out of control. Like after what I saw this year, just recently, even, you know, I, I Memorial Day and 4th of July, all these different things. I'm just like, Lord, what an abomination. I know, you know, that our forefathers and mothers have paid a price for us to be here. And they were the intercessors, the movers and the shakers of our time. And if we do not start praying, Amen. I love what you said. You basically said, y'all need to stop complaining and start getting the word of God and start speaking out loud. I speak so it out every day. I drive Larry nuts. He goes, Jesus, do you ever get a minute where you, all you do is sing? I go, I'm learning a new verse. <laughs> so I sing it so I can remember. Oh, uh, like, that's Jesus, so good. Like, what a great all idea. All you do is sing, but I sing all the time and I make up all my own songs. Sing when the I'm word. Devil's really on me, I'm like, I'll just show you who to flip his boss. <laughs> but you know what? He's, I'll tell you what I do know. Um, on the summer sauce of this year, everything ricocheted, which is summer, you know, here, which was last month, everything demonically hit in a whole different spectrum. And I saw the everything open up uh, so clearly here, second heaven, third heaven. And I just saw this battle rage. And it was almost like going back to the time where um, there was, God, it must have been almost when they first started television in the early 20s where the, they were all bones and they were all in the graveyard bone. They were fighting one another. It was like a cartoon, kind of like what you saw, but it was mm -hmm. in a cartoon setting for wow. me. Hello. And um, but they were all battling and fighting and and this whole thing just started ricocheting through and the Lord said, here's where we're at. This is what's coming in the next few years. This is what I need you to pray. I'm like, well, I'm sure you got a whole bunch of other people out there praying this too, God. This is a lot. And uh, now he's like got me on this whole nother realm of prayer. That kind of freaks me out a little bit, you know, because I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? He goes, you just do like you do every day. Go out there and get your flowers planted later and just pray mm -hmm. and war because your neighbors don't come near you guys anyway. Our neighbors don't even look at us, you know, because all they hear is, <laughs> you know, and swords in the front yard. And, you know, Larry, I have five foot soldiers. Larry's like, enough's enough. You got eagles, you got lions, you got your sword, you got your 12 stones for the 12 tribes. He's like, I think we're good. And I'm like, I think we're good. So I you know, back and forth on certain things, but the bottom line is um, body of Christ today is that you are so amazing and incredible. And God's got such a call in your life and you got to start shaking off all the death, all the lies, all the fear, all the negativity that people have spoken about you. If you don't think that the enemy doesn't hit me every day, huh? That would be an understatement. I have friends that have turned on me like on a dime and I have no idea why. I'm like, well, you know what? When your season's over, this is my word. It's over. It's Get over. Pick it up, shake it off, and move on. And I'm moving stay on. Stay <laughs> in that season. It'll kill you. That's right. Thank you for joining Angela Greening for her War Room podcast. You can discover more about her ministry, books, and DVD resources at AngelaGreening.com. Visit her on Facebook and Instagram. Please join her again next week as she continues to share what God has given her.